Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, a podcast that I don't host. Um, but it is hosted by Edgar Montplazier, Jockey Sneal, and Carl Tart. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop their start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth to keep the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Bling, bling, little bit ring. Basquiat with the clowny thing. But the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down to the Coach Kings. Guys, it's All-Star Weekend in Los Angeles. Uh, Edgar decided to have us record tonight at the Witching Hour. That's correct. <laughs> as as known, 9.30 is the Witching Hour. Uh, what is the Witching? What is, is that when you hang witches? No, it's, yeah. uh, so it's when, when usually out. scary things happen. It's 3 oh, a.m. Uh, well, we yeah. in Hollywood, so Hollywood is always on Eastern Time. Uh, so it's 12.30. Yeah, but yeah. it's still not the 3 a.m. <laughs> it's still nowhere. Midnight is the witching hour. No, it's not. What's the witching hour? I'm 3 a.m.? Sure it's 3 a.m. Uh, but it's Hollywood. The witching so. hour. Midnight. Where, with reference to believe that witches are active. Uh, then what is 3 a.m.? I don't know. But 3 a.m.? But yeah, dude, it's, it, it be... It's fucking, it's, it's, it's hot out here. Right down the street is a party. It's popping right now. It's popping, it's popping right out now. there. Everybody's out. It just started to rain a little bit. Did it? Yeah, yeah. it did. So when I was walk, when I was walking yeah, it's up, right now. It, yep. it started to rain. So you just see a bunch of finance girls out there and they're <laughs> all wet mm. because of the rain. Oh. That's <laughs> uh-huh. a little double. DeAndre. IO is closing down. So too many people are there yeah, right now. It is IO's that over there. I was going to walk down there. Yeah, same stuff to people. Not anymore. There's too many people in there. There's too many people in there. Um, uh, I'm gonna fix my mic. So talk to yourselves. Right. Wait, no, I knew I was right. Which in folklore, the witching hour, the devil's hour, is a I time of night associated with supernatural event. Creatures such as witches, demons, ghosts, and gremlins are thought uh, to appear and to be at their most powerful. Black magic is thought to be the most effective at this time. In European tradition, the hour between. 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. was considered a period of peak supernatural activity due to the absence of prayers in the canonical hours during the period. Mm-hmm. When we caught aside, uh, let's skip down two paragraphs where it says, more recently, the hours between midnight and 2 a.m. have been considered uh, a witching hour. Well, I just want to know that I was like, I'm pretty Gotta sure. Keep I'm sure Gotta keep reading. Gotta uh, keep reading. Gotta keep reading, Edgar. Keep reading. Uh, and also, not to call you out. I was going to I was going to be super petty this past week with mm-hmm. you. And I was like, "Nah, I'm going to save it for the podcast. Save it for the podcast." Uh I went back to listen uh-huh. to what did you all say about those, the all the the Timberwolf thing. Mm-hmm. Uh I was right. What did you say? I said the Timberwolves are going to be a top 4 team. Uh Carl didn't hit get on me as much. But he was like, "You're crazy." He was like, "You told me I was crazy." I got the clips. I don't. No, I'm not gonna play. I'm not gonna put play you. I'm not gonna drag you like that. Because uh, I'm mostly fucking with you. Uh, and then I can't find where I said it was gonna be. It was over text. Over text. I you said looked it's going to be so fucking hard. Quiet, for that. You said it's gonna be a quiet. Uh, I looked so hard for it. I I missed quiet. an appointment because I was looking for that text. You said message. it was gonna be quiet. I know for a fact you said it was gonna be quiet. You, you also me. said, Jackie's. What else did I say, Carl? You said that LeBron James was gonna retire. After he scored 200 points <laughs> in the All-Star game. And he only had 29 tonight. So, like, he still got time to score 200 in an All-Star game and then retire. No, no, no. You said tonight. You said yeah. it's going to be All-Star 2018, Los Angeles. Yeah. You said all the women in Hollywood will be drenched in rain. And everybody <laughs> seems to be drunk already, too, out there. Yeah. Uh, I was right about the rain, man. Uh, you were... 
Uh, you said the rain would be acid rain. <laughs> uh, and it wasn't. I didn't burn myself. Guys, I yeah. um, I have a headache. Yeah, you do. I've had a headache for the past three days. I don't know what's going on with me because I'm usually in tip-top shape. Uh, hey, man, you, you're human. I know you don't like to think you are. I always felt like I was superhuman. That's all right, man. Uh, you can be superhuman. But, but I'm not. You got a headache, man. Superman gets headaches. Yeah, so I guess Superman gets headaches. They don't see him, though. But I don't know what's going on. But if my regular vigor is absent in this episode, please forgive me, listeners. Wait, did you uh, listen to what you said about Isaiah Thomas in those podcasts? Uh, Yeah. Okay, what did you did. say about him? I said that. I thought he was going to come back and be good. Okay, thank you. But I just want to be clear on that. But that's also not a crazy thing a it's lot a of people thing. thought I think, that i think he's <laughs> still wrong I think yeah it was wrong yeah it was wrong gonna have it was wrong i think but... he's gonna have another a good uh another good run at it los angeles yeah. is a better fit for him i think yeah i um, but that like that wasn't so much a prediction as a opinion isaiah thomas was good last was year good. and i think he'll be good again yeah the, the, the timberwolves said... thing was a opinion or a prediction it was a prediction yeah uh but it's all good man it's all good uh, what's up, guys? We're here. I I want to intro us because we got somebody back in the booth. I'm Jackie. This is the Culture Kings. Who we got? Who are you guys? My name is Carl Pounding Brain Tart. <laughs> That's a great nickname. I'm sorry, I cut your. It's all name good. Off. Can we uh, can we dim the lights in here? Is that, you got is a that possible? That's what's happening. You got a migraine. I don't think that's it. When, because if, migraines usually, oh yeah, that's good. No, no, I, I usually my mom used to be debilitated by migraines, different mm. levels of migraines. Yeah, yeah. But when light affects you, because I get migraines, when light affects you, that and is your headache, a migraine. That's a migraine. Yeah. But I'm fine during the day. I mean, well, that's we're talking about natural sunlight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not talking, I'm not saying you're a vampire. <laughs> Carl, is that what you think vampires are? Think vampires have migraines? Vampires just have migraines. <laughs> they go out at night. The witching hour. The witching hour. Guess who we got back? Our dad said, fuck you guys. I need to spend time with my white family. So we got our brother back. Cody Ziegler, what the fuck is up, man? What is up? It's good to be back. I feel like it's been entirely too long. It hasn't been too long, man. You've you've abandoned us. Hey, you know, I had I had I had to look out for my kids, you know. Cody, you got kids? Uh, well, I got, I got debt. I like to think of that as my kids. <laughs> Cody, how much, uh, that's a stupid question. <laughs> how much debt you Cody, got, how Cody? how much debt do you have? <laughs> oh, it's definitely six figures. Damn! Six figures of debt? Yeah, art Damn. school, baby. Right, I also oh. have six figures of debt from art right. school. See, I don't, I don't consider student loans debt. Because I think, debt? My Why not? you don't know what debt is. <laughs> because, because like, I don't consider Ocean's body of water. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> because, like, if you go to school and you're not rich, you have student loans, yeah, you pay it back. But I consider debt to be self-inflicted wounds of debt. Yeah. Like credit cards. College is I an option. That. Yeah, I it is. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no one forced that on me. But like no one forced to like spend credit card money even more on you. And shit like that. I understand what you're saying, but I still think it's it is debt. Misguided. It is debt by the actual debt. I know what you're saying. I made a choice to spend my credit card on like video games and records in college, and right. that's where that comes from. Right, right, right. Versus, there's a much stronger purpose behind the debt 
of, of going to college. Yeah, so it is different. I understand what you That's, mean by that. Yes, I'm not saying it's not different. I see the point in that. But I, when I think of like, when I think of shit like, oh man, I'm just in debt. I want to pay my debt off. Is more people paying off shit that, like their credit card debt, it, or, debt car stuff, or car payments, car payments and like stuff that. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean. I mean, my credit's fucked up because of my college debt, so. No, it's not. Your college debt doesn't count towards your, unless you're not paying it. Yeah, you no, that's it? what I meant. Oh, well. Are you not getting deferments <laughs> or forbearance? Yeah, get deferments. There was a, it's like a couple of like books, I think, that I put on something, like, and lab fees that like, I'm just like, I'm not touching Yo, this. Yo, like, let's talk after this. You should, you don't make enough income to be paying your student loans. Right no, no, no. My, the, uh, six figure big one, I'm not touching that. Okay. Like, I'm fine with that. You're it's off. like, it's like these, like, you know, like a school cost, tuition is like a, a, a bold faced lie when it's like, it's going to cost you 30000 yeah. to go to this school. And they don't tell you about the other costs. Mm-hmm. I think when I was doing financial aid, I wish I had paid more attention because like, they'd be like, well, you're still missing like six or 7000 you can just like sign this paper and get these loans to like cover that. Yeah. And I did that a lot in college that I think I have these like smaller loans that aren't like my big US government loans from like Oh, Earth. you got like exactly. like private loans. Exactly. To cover like, you know, books and lab fees and stuff like that. Yeah, that's tough. That's did you tough. graduate from college, Edgar? I did not. That's even tougher. Cody, you graduated, right? Yeah, I did undergrad. I still technically owe a thesis for my grad school. Though. Oh, you did grad school too? <laughs> yeah, I did. That's, grad Damn. school was, was film school, so I had college art and design. Cody is the smart one of us, man. Turn it in by Tuesday at 9. <laughs> Jaquise, you finished. I did finish college. Yeah, I finished. Undergrad, though. Uh, one side of shit was over. I was like, fuck college. Do you fuck. have a lot of debt from college? Uh, I have. Because that's a private school. That's expensive, right? It was, but yeah, Columbia has gotten more expensive since. Uh, yeah. I have like. Ninety, or I have probably like between sixty and ninety thousand dollars. Damn, man! How much you got? I well, you uh, went on a scholarship. Will, I will not. I went on a partial scholarship. I will not talk about how much uh, debt I have because the government is listening. <laughs> so let's just <laughs> say I am still they on know. a income based repayment because I do not make enough money. Oh. To pay yeah, my uh, fifteen hundred dollar loan. Yeah, we don't make money on your slanging <laughs> drugs. <laughs> yeah, I also do not make enough money. Crack cocaine don't pay. Uh, I have a a fifteen hundred dollar loan mm-hmm. and a twenty five hundred dollar loan. What? Okay. Come on, man, that's so cheap. Uh, that's <laughs> extremely cheap. That's yeah. so cheap. One good job could take care of that, Carl. You are making you guys, a conscious effort not to pay. Hey, <laughs> Mark, Cody, Mark this. <laughs> One good check really could take care of that. Uh, I am not at liberty to talk about my financial situation. <laughs> yeah, because you ain't air. reporting all your shit. <laughs> Cody, Mark this. <laughs> um. Uh, we don't have to have you gotten it. your uh, tax return, Jaquez? Uh, I got my state. Yeah, I got my state. I and my gotten... federal just got approved yesterday. So that's coming. Both that's... of them have been approved, but I still haven't gotten my federal yet. Just when was state. it approved? This, like the same day I did it. N- no, no. Have you gone on the IRS site to see yeah, the actual no, I'm day? Telling you. Your oh. state was approved? The same day. Yeah, this is mine too. My My state was sent the next day. So California, you fucking own it. Really? Yeah. yeah. They ain't own nothing else. Yeah. yeah. They don't it's so else. crazy. They gave it to me instantly. They gave me that shit instantly. instantly. And federal has like, taken like the, almost two I weeks. Put a, I put a, uh, what is that called? Direct deposit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. 
I went in, swipe. I went in and swiped my card. I woke up happy and was like, "All right," because I got my shit set on like when I dip below like one fifty to let me know. Mm-hmm. And I went in swiping and expecting it to be like oh, down my last one fifty. I bought like fifty dollars worth of shit and I swiped it and I didn't get that email. I was like, hmm. And then somebody was like, "Hey, yo, you owe me money." So I was like, "All right, let me go quick pay you." And I went in and saw like. A good a job. Fuck, a, a, four, good a, four, a four digit amount in my fucking. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I had a similar right. story. I woke up and I was like, man, I know I'm going to see some overdraft fees for some stupid <laughs> shit. <laughs> and I looked at my account and I was like, oh shit. Ooh, that feels better. Yeah. Because I was just thinking, like, damn, I'm down to my last 150. You thinking, like, man, I'm about to Every Monday morning, <laughs> I look at my account and I go, I'm pretty sure I fucking overdrafted. <laughs> You gotta stop spending money you don't have. Actually. It's not that I don't think I have the money. It's that I believe more money is coming. <laughs> <laughs> I um, <clears throat> haven't done mine yet because I haven't received all my W two. Yes, you have. When you are a no, I haven't. Because guess what? When I told you the other day, we, we talked about right. this. Carl, I sit told down. you Stand, sit down, Carl. Uh, <laughs> I told you because Jackie. See, when I told your ass, <laughs> hey, yeah, what, to what you tell me, are man? You gonna fucking listen to me, Jackie? Hey, man, get your hand you off my. Are you gonna fucking Listen Man, to you gonna touch my neck one more time? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I said I, I bet you I'm gonna get a Phantom W two. Mm-hmm. I got one, and I got one. I got one from Stuff Media LLC. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> I still gotta put in. Sophie, remind me. They after. sent me one, and I was just like, eh, you know, I'm okay with this. How long oh, do you they take what? to pay? Huh? How long do they take the bill? One exactly one month from the day that you that a, it happens. Oh net, shit! It's not thirty. So whenever you submit your invoice, it's not thirty. Oh shit! That's I may get a phantom one ridiculous. too. Ridiculous. Well, that'll go on next year's tax return. Yeah, that's what I was just like. I'm just gonna put this next year. Yeah, thirty whatever. days to send a check. Or do you I did, get paid every thirty days? Or actually, thing? it's like I feel like it's not enough to even consider. Yeah, no, it is. They they care. I I did that. I was on a game show uh, two years ago, and. I was I needed a return that I needed a refund because I was going on vacation, mm-hmm. and if I would have added my winnings for the game show I was on, uh, which was the Idiot Test, which was on uh, GSN, I remember that show. Yeah, uh, if I would have added my winnings for that, it would have made me owe, so I didn't report it. I was like, I'll report it next year. You got audited? Uh, no, I didn't get audited. The IRS was like, hey, we noticed the W-2 that you didn't put on your tax returns. We taking the money. <laughs> and they took, and like, I owed the IRS oh, from man. that. So I don't think that matters anymore. Like, yeah. it used to. Like, you used to could not push it on your tax return and just do it the next year. Yeah. But I think the IRS is like, nah, fuck that. We know where your W-2s are. Because yeah. everything is automated now. Everything's automated. Yeah. Man. Every year, how stuff works. Fuck me up. Every year, I uh, <laughs> say I'm gonna collect my receipts, and every year, you don't. I do not do that. It's tough, man. I did that last. How much year. money did you make from that game show, though? We won a little over four grand. Okay. Well, I'm, what I'm talking about is like under a grand. Yeah, it still matters. Under a grand, if it's earned money, yeah. If it's winnings, then it has to be over a thousand. Because when I was on the Price Is Right, I don't know, for those of you who don't know, I be on these game shows, man. Yeah. Uh, but when I'll, I was on the Price Is Right, I won under a thousand, and I didn't have to report it. Everyone, please tweet at me specifically and tell me how uninteresting it is for us to talk about our finances. Like, let me know on a scale of one to ten how uninteresting is it for us to talk about our finances. And then when you tweet him at that, CC me. 
<laughs> and tell me how much money you got in your bank account. <laughs> And then when you do that, so I can roast you. And then when you do you that, broke bitch, <laughs> BCC me, BCC me, you broke bitch. You guys can't do that on tweets. This kind of go. We we did say last week we were going to talk about a couple things, and one I actually remember. I don't remember. Oh, uh, but we were saying we were going to recast the Kings of Comedy. Uh, oh you yeah, seen you got? I haven't seen it yet, so don't spoil it. But I'm it. excited for Chris Rock's shit. It's Have you seen it? It's so I've seen good. it. Yeah, it's much slower. Yeah. Than, uh, his normal stuff, really but it is. picks up towards the end. Okay, uh, I feel like he's so matured. He's like so it? mature. It's yeah. crazy. I love it. I, yeah. I, I mean, I thought it was great, but it wasn't. It was definitely is is not my favorite Chris Rock special. Yeah, that's what everyone says, and I can yeah. understand that. Like, yeah, but also I I think my favorite is Kill the Messenger. Yeah, when he was in three different countries doing mm-hmm. it, and it just looks so. It's such a a big. Uh, it was a, huge. A take. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like to try and piece all those jokes oh. together and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but. What I liked about this special is it's kind of like his 444 in a sense. Where yeah. It's just like a very yeah. introspective take. Cool. And I would almost compare Chappelle's special to like the life of Pablo, where it's like it's very bombastic. It's very big. It's like all this stuff. But like what I liked about Chris Rock's special is that it is very slow and thought out, very methodical. Mm-hmm. Like he really takes his time with it. Yeah. I can yeah. agree with that. That's a good. That's a good analogy for those two specials. Hmm. Um, I, I gotta watch. I gotta watch it this week. Life of Pablo still very enjoyable. Like you know what I mean. But it's not like yeah. Watch it tonight, Jackies. When you go we'll home, see. watch it. It's very good. All right. Did you Did you have a good Valentine? Did both of y'all have a good Valentine's Day? You two relationship as broke boys? ass niggas. Uh, I made I made uh, shepherd's pie. <laughs> Jaquise's girlfriend is white. <laughs> oh man! Oh uh, yeah, we went out for sushi. Ooh, uh, it was nice. Which is also Hispanic. a white thing. That's not an Hispanic thing. Sushi is very Hispanic. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> defend that, Carl. Defend that right now. No, I don't need to defend anything. Sushi is uh, the sushi is for the his, world. Sushi is the world. <laughs> sushi is the world's dish. Um, it was good. It was good. It was chill. It was, it was very chill. chill. Yeah, man. I'm, it, I'm too it was old kind to be of out a, here. It was a working Valentine's Day, I think, because like uh, pilot season is kind of like in full swing. So like we both had like lines and shit that we were going on. Like you know what I mean? Like we mm-hmm. were like we got too much other. Sh- I had a packet due and stuff like that. So I was just like, there's too much other shit going on to like really Share. slow down and like yeah. Uh. Who's your Valentine? Out there, Who's your Valentine, Carl? Uh, let's just say I made pancakes. Oh, oh God damn! That's some shit talking right there. Okay, I like Is that. It? I mean, that's like a. I get it. I, I really got excited by like when it hit me what you meant by that. I was like, that's dope. When I spent Valentine's Day with a uh, with this with uh, some syrup. A, a sutress, <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of a suitor. Mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. It was. It just. It just happened to fall on a. This is nobody's business. Especially what I was saying. Your, that was that no. the way you said that was so smooth when you said. Let's just say I made pancakes. That's smooth as fuck. I know it was. That's true. Like, you made pancakes. <laughs> were they did did uh, mm. were they good circular pancakes? They were good. I I she she uh said that I could make a perfect pancake. Uh oh. And I made them from scratch too, which they didn't turn out how I like pancakes. They were very flat. Yeah. <laughs> um but also it was a very low pressure because we just started hanging out. Oh yeah. And so it just happened to be It just happened to be that on day. That night. Yeah. yeah. 
That's perfect. Hey, man. I didn't make no pancakes for nobody on my you Valentine's You made day. shepherd's pie. I did. For your white wife, the weak Wakanda is at war. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Wakanda oh. forever. Uh, guys, uh, just so you Hit know. Hit that horn, Cody. <laughs> uh, by the way, guys, uh, we did see Black Panther, all three of Ooh, us. It was so lit. It was a very great movie. We're not going to get into it on this episode of the show, simply because Jaquise, who held us all at gunpoint, <laughs> uh, decided to, we're going to do that for a bonus episode. So this week, <clears throat> you'll be getting two episodes what? of, what's this show called? Uh, against the grain. Uh, you'll be getting two episodes of that. And, uh, you, Sophie, stop making noise. Uh, stop it, please. Yeah, yeah, no, that's great. Go ahead. Uh, 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 you'll be getting two episodes of this show. Uh, what we are changing the name to Brad and Angie back together. <laughs> <laughs> that podcast will pop so hard. The Brad and Angie back together pod. Um, you'll be getting two episodes. Are they? Bonus episode. Yeah, that's what it says on this OK magazine. Oh. Never OK mind. USA magazine. I, uh. She's getting divorced. That's why. To who? She was married to Justin Thoreau. Mm. And they're getting divorced. And him and Angie are getting divorced. Mm. So. Oh, oh you mean Brad and Jen. Yeah. You mean Brad and Jen. I mean Brad and Jen. He's talking about. Brad and Angie. I don't want to talk about white celebrities on Black Panther I'll, Week. Uh, but we will be talking about it. <laughs> we will be talking about it on a bonus episode that you'll get later. Yeah. Giving y'all, this is actually very thoughtful of Jackie's, Uh Because he'll we, we're doing this so you guys can have enough time to watch it. Because basically, if you ain't seen that movie by now, like it's already getting spoiled on Twitter. Yeah. Because I've seen a lot of tweets. Twitter that has I no regard for spoilers. I would have been hella mad yeah. if if I had read some of those tweets before I saw the before movie. Before you saw the movie. I saw it on Saturday night. Um, and No, oh, I saw it on Friday night, I mean. And, yeah, so we're going to wait till next Friday. That gives y'all one full week to see this movie before we do a whole bonus episode. And that way, well, y'all don't uh, even have to It actually to gives it. them three days by the time they hear this. Okay, well, shorter time. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's Wednesday, which means the movie has been out for a week, almost. Yeah, almost so. a week. Tomorrow will make it a week. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the week. Get your ass day. on it, because we're going to talk about it. It was a great we movie. I'll just, I'll just give it an A. I saw it with Cody. It felt good. I wore my dashiki. Yeah, Jackie's was, was, was dressed up. Yeah, man. And then today, I, I saw it twice already. I saw it again this morning. I had my Black Panther... Uh, I have a T-shirt that has the first issue of Black Panther on it, ah, uh, which was dope. Very fashion forward. Yeah. I wore a Colin Kaepernick jersey. Fuck yeah, dude. For solidarity. And then it got too hot because I had on a hoodie under it. <laughs> and the jersey itself is too big because I got it uh, from somebody who is bigger than me. And so I ended up taking all that shit off. <laughs> what you wear? What you wear, Edgar? I wore a Basquiat shirt. Okay. As I just always do. And... Uh, yeah, that's it. Carl, huh? I want you to tell me how lit the theater was that you went to go see Black Panther in, but I want you to tell me when after the break. Okay. We'll be back. Uh, 
I went to go see Black Panther today, and it made me mad how not excited the crowd was for it. Uh, I went to go see a Thursday midnight showing in Burbank, and it was actually pretty lit. Like the people were cheering during yeah. it. Like when the when when uh it came out, people were clapping when it started. Uh, I yelled out Wakanda forever at the very beginning of the movie. Jackie very... yelled it so loud. Yeah, it was fucking great. Did people, did people cheer when you did it? Nobody cheered, but Everybody people was like, "Nigga, mad. shut up!" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "I would." Nigga, this is a movie. Uh, so I, you know, it wasn't as lit. Uh, I, a friend of ours, some of you probably know her. She is always on the Daily Side, guys. Lazy, Lacey Mosley. Lazy Mosley. Uh, Lazy Mosley. <laughs> uh, she posted like a picture. Uh, about how how lit her experience was at the same Burbank the next day. Yeah. How lit was yours? Where did you see it at? Uh, I saw it at the Grauman's Chinese Theater. Oh, Hollywood. The very famous Hollywood Chinese Theater for all the listeners who love Tinseltown. I saw it there. First time I ever watched a movie up in there. It's a nice theater. It's a nice-ass theater. It's a nice-ass theater. big as hell. Um, And it was in IMAX. Uh, it was lit. Black people started singing the N- National Negro Anthem. Uh, everybody was making Instagram videos, and they had Hennessy. I drank Hennessy. That's when That's I started the headache. Yeah. You know what my theory is? The hen- they poisoned I your Hennessy? they poisoned my Hennessy. I think Black Panther, watching that movie, uh, emitted some sort of thing to try to kill me. <laughs> Stan Lee. Stan Lee? Trying to kill me. Me st- in general. I don't know like if anybody else got a headache. Dynamite. Like in Black Dynamite. When everyone's drinking that uh, malt liquor that makes the... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen Black Dynamite. If you ain't seen Black Dynamite, uh, You need to yourself. get your life together. <laughs> yeah. uh, how lit was your theater, Edgar? Very not lit. Yeah, where I you see that? went to the Arclight at 4.30 in the afternoon. Oh, okay. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Very not lit. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what was cool about it... Well, actually not that it was cool. If I had just waited four hours... And went to go oh. see it at eight thirty. Yeah, you I would have seen Ryan Coogler and, uh, and Chadwick, and they uh, were there. Chadwick. And Kevin they Fade went to the was there. I think thirty. And he told this amazing story that blows my fucking mind. Ten years ago, oh, he yeah. went to go see Iron Man at that same exact dome, mm-hmm. and Kevin Fage, uh, John Favreau, and Robert Downey Jr. showed up, and he was like, "Holy shit." So cool! I got to experience this. Yeah, and he did. The Ten same years thing, later, man. that nigga's doing the same that thing. Shit is dope, that dude, man, man fucking. A, you want to talk about a damn genius? Yeah, mm. that dude is thirty-one years old. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's save this. Let's save. Let's this. save. Let's save it. Let's yeah. save it. Yeah, because we, we, we. I'm get already getting. Yeah, excited. we're already getting into I'm it. I'm already, yeah. and I want to. Yeah, let's save it. Uh, all right. So we said we was going to talk about this last week. Let's let's talk about it a little right now. I don't know how long we want to spend on it, but it could be fun. Uh, Kings of comedy. You know, com- we're comedians. Uh, when Kings of Comedy came out, when did it come out? Uh, 1998. 19- what? Yeah, long time ago. 98? Mm-hmm. I was about to say like 2002. It's nah. almost like you planned this, Jaquise. Well, I don't... 2000, 2000, actually. It came out 2000. Okay, oh, wow. all right. So we were both in the middle. <laughs> I was like, I thought it came out when I was in high school. I, I remember seeing it at... Here's, here's my story with it, which okay. is a very fun story. So it was released August 18th of 2000, but they had a special viewing of it. Before that, maybe that was still 2000. When me and my mom went to go see something else at the Magic Johnson Theaters at the Crenshaw Mall, me and my mom were there. I was young. See, like that's why I think I, think I was like 10. Uh, so I think I had probably was like still in like 99 area. Mm-hmm. But um, I we, they like we walked out and the security guard that was there, this bald head light skinned dude, was like, 
Uh, they showing a new Kings of Comedy movie uh, in theaters. So, so if y'all want to go in, that was how lax this theater was. That's dope. Like he let us just like we was coming out of the movie and he just let us go in, go in. Like y'all can go in there, watch it. Like because we used to sneak in. We used to go to we go to Magic Johnson theaters and stay all day. Oh like, yeah, dude. Buy one hot. ticket and tickets was like I think they were like six bucks at that time. Uh, all day. Right, and my mom also had a SAG card, so they were even cheaper. So they were like three dollars. Is that still a thing? Yeah, you can still use your SAG card to get discounts. But, I mean, tickets are like 20 bucks now. So, On, yeah. I mean, how much are regular tickets every day? Like 16 Like 16 14 and $16. So you probably use your SAG card and get like 12 You probably use your SAG. On, at certain theaters. I know I SAG is. Uh, Vista's pretty good. Do they do, do SAG uh, they discounts? They do discounts. I think they do, might do a student discount. But, but it's is like $9. Six, it's six fifty. Oh. Oh, that Lost Feliz, Lost Feliz 3 is mm-hmm. cheap, too. That's why yeah. I saw Don't Think Twice. Um... Very good film. But anyway, yeah. yeah right. So we went, and my uh, the security guard was like, "Y'all can go in there." And she was like, "Ooh, how bad is it?" Uh, because I got him, and she was like, "The security guard was like, he'll be all right." <laughs> my man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she knew how much I loved comedy. Yeah. So she looked down at me, and she was like, "You want to go see it?" And she was, and, uh, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I want to go see it." And she was like, all right, don't be repeating none of this stuff at school tomorrow. <laughs> and so she went, and my mom, like, this was such an influential moment in my comedy career. So I went, we went, and me and my mom sat, and we watched this movie. And watching this movie in a full theater at Magic Johnson Theaters was a crazy experience. That's dope. Everybody black, and they were just going nuts at every single joke. And I was just like, this is nuts right here. This is, like, such a great so yeah, that's dope, dude. That was an early release. I that's saw. fun, man. Yeah, I saw the one movie I saw <clears throat> in the theater that was comedy was uh, Martin Runtell that. Oh and yeah, I saw was, that in the theater too. It was uh, it was an all black crowd, and I went with my girlfriend at the time and her two Christian like evangelical parents, mm-hmm. uh, and they still laughed and shit. But it was dope. It was fun just being. It's fun being, and I've seen comedians live. I've seen Chappelle live. I've seen comedians yeah. live. Uh, but it's something about being in a theater, watching a movie, watching yeah. a movie, yeah, it was, uh, great. It was it's so fucking dope. I uh, saw it because my dad had it in his uh, secret stash of bootleg DVDs. Hell yeah, yeah. And my brother and I would always break into it and watch movies, and we saw that, and we're like, "This looks interesting." And we watched that, and then we watched Queens of Comedy afterwards. Queens hmm. was dope too. I saw that in theaters yeah, too. He had both yeah. of them on bootleg. That's this dope. Dude named Jay who would knock on our door every Friday and be like, "Hey, where, yo, where's Sergio at?" And then my is that dad, your dad's name? His da- my dad's name is Serge, mm-hmm. but everyone in New York called him Sergio. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I got some stuff for him. And I was like, what is this dude? But he was just giving him bootlegs. Yeah, and drugs. Uh, who knows? <laughs> I uh, the first time I saw Kings of Comedy, so I, if I'm not, maybe I saw it by myself. But the time I remember seeing it, <clears throat> I was in high school, and I was high as fuck, and it was so damn funny. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Kings of Comedy was a. Uh, if you don't know what Kings of Comedy is, get your life in order. Uh, but also, it was four comedians uh, who are considered the Kings of Comedy, uh, black comedians. I gotta say that, but just Kings of Comedy in general, and not a qualifier. Not these are the funniest black comedians. Uh, it was Steve Harvey, D.L. Hewley, Bernie Mac, and Cedric the Entertainer. Uh, those were the four Kings of Comedy. Steve Harvey was kind of the the MC. Of the whole movie. Yeah, he hosted it. Yeah, he hosted it. Uh, D.L. Hewley, 
was the first comedian to jump out or mm-hmm. was he yeah he was the first one cuz he also was doing some of his jokes from his special that he had just had too, yeah yeah uh which kind of pissed me off cuz i was like he that was, was my least favorite in the he show he was my least favorite in the show and yeah. that was the first time i was introduced to a lazy comedian he was also yeah. my least favorite in the show and but what made me sad about it was that he was one i was the most excited to see because i knew of him from you yeah the hughley and yeah. i was like holy shit like that's why Hughley. i picked up the dvd i was like oh shit well dio hughley DL from the hughley's like i was so stoked i honestly think at that point, D.O. Healy was the most famous of those four. Because that was before Bernie Mac really popped Bernie off. Bernie Mac was the least famous, I tell you He was much. the least famous. That, at least, that popped at least him. Worldwide. Yeah. Like, yeah. worldwide. Like, I mean, I, even here, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't have yeah. a show yet. Steve, Where had, Steve Healy, had his show. Steve, and Cedric was on that show. I was show. like, Steve had his yes. show, because I also remember, recognize Steve. Cause. But D.O. Healy had his own show, and also D.O. Healy was the, coast, uh, the host of Comic View. Yeah. He, so, was, the, he was the first host. He was the first host of Comic View, yeah. so... And he was in movies, so I knew D.L. Hewley, so that was disappointing. Yeah. But I, I had never loved D.L.'s stand-up. He was just good at roasting I, people. Yeah, that's what it was. He was good I at was just about to say, people. I was like, his crowd work was the best. Yeah. yeah. Like, he had the best roast out of everybody. And I felt like he would use that to, like, save himself in yeah. a way. Uh, he knew. He knew when he was tanking, yeah. and he'd know, like, I got this in my back pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cedric Entertainer came out. He was the second one. Cedric has always been my favorite. Yeah. I know Bernie, Bernie is probably near and dear to your heart. Bernie is near to Chicago my heart. Chicago thing, but. Chicago thing, yeah. Do you know a lot of the history of the comedy clubs in, there was a club called Jokes and Notes. I've heard of it, but I don't know. Oh, okay. Having jokes and notes. There's a documentary I watched, and, and I can't remember what the, uh, the actual club was called from this documentary, but. It was, um, it was, they, they tried to, they went to the North side, got kicked out because North side is racist <laughs> and they, uh, were going to go back to the South side and had some venue, but second city bought it and they were going to do second city South side, but ended up not doing it. Like just not going through with that project. Hmm. But this documentary was dope. It was Bernie Max. It was Bernie Max home club. I feel like where he like, groomed himself at. I want to say it was called jokes and notes. I've but Chicago, it's, it's does, Chicago isn't known for manufacturing stand-up comedians. Is it? It's not. Not stand-up I don't, think Chica- I don't know. If, I, I don't, don't want to tell you. Again, you know Chicago more than any of us, but I don't want to tell you, Bristol. I think you're kind of wrong about that. Like, I'm not well, going to say that you're wrong, but what I will say is from the the stuff that I know mm-hmm. about just comedy in general, mm-hmm. Chicago has a very large comedy history. No, no, no. It's I'm, not, I'm big... not saying we don't have a comedy history. I'm saying we're not known for manufacturing stand-up comedians in the same way where a lot of comedians like that are known come from New York oh, or have come yeah. from L.A. I, comedy in general, Chicago is king. Uh, I mean, and that, that obviously is debatable, but comedy is huge in Chicago. Yeah. But there aren't many stand-up comedians that you can be like, oh, that he's state, repping Chicago. That's uh, Lorel, yeah. Hannibal Burris, George Wilburn. Yeah, Hannibal Burris. What's that uh, uh, black lady who just died recently? Adele. Uh, I mean Adele. Uh, she played Adele on uh, on Moesha. You talking about her? No, that was one who like got really sick and died of like a. Uh, I want to say that she was uh, she was just killing on like Last Comic Standing like two or three years ago. Fuck, what's her name? And also for she's the Hannibal Chicago. Burris thing, I'm not I'm not going like front and act like I know his comedy career as much as I as much as you guys probably do. But correct me if I'm wrong, his comedy career didn't pop in Chicago. 
It started in Chicago. It started there. He, he got he very went frustrated and moved he to New York. He went to New York. He went to New York. And I think that's right. where a lot of a lot of what you to your point. Yes. Maybe that's what you mean. Is like people. A lot of people don't stay in Chicago. They don't that's stay because, in Chicago and pop. Yeah, because they there's not elsewhere. many ways to pop in Chicago. It's, a, I mean, it's not a showcase city. It's not a right. showcase city. It's a it's a theater town. It's why people stay there. It's why I mean we I've gone through it coming up through the second city and I O systems like. Mm-hmm. Is Chicago is where people stay and really cultivate this thing, but then they all move you, here. You, I mean, Kanye says it in uh, Homecoming. Like you, you know, she never mess with entertainers because they always leave. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, uh, I think it, it's a lot like San Francisco, where San Francisco produces a lot of comedians, but that's not where they pop. They move to L.A. and then they pop. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like so, that's, that's which is the truth of it. So that's what I mean by like they're not known for manufacturing. Like, I mean, if if you ask, especially people in our community. Name me a whole bunch of comedians from Chicago. They're all sketch and improv, uh, who are now in movies. And that goes back far to like the SNL days. You like with like Bill stand-ups? Mer- no, no, no. If you ask like people like who know comedy, name me some Chicago comedians. A lot of them are going like the Bill Murrays and, or the Tina yeah. Fey's or the Vince Vaughn's or, and these are just names I'm throwing out, but you don't get too many stand-ups, stand-ups in that list. Unfortunately, yeah, Bernie Mac is probably one of the most well known. There's some some white know, yeah. some white like some ones that we're forgetting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have always I've always wanted to do this list uh, recasting the Kings of Comedy and special one for your asses. Uh, who would be the Kings of Comedy right now? Right now? Right now? I feel like the, our lists would be so wildly different, so we can like just throw names out and like see if we all agree. Whoa! Uh, um, but let's recast the first one. Recast. It. Let's recast the so first. Is one. it still the year two thousand? It's still the year two thousand. It's still the year two thousand. Uh, I will personally say that even though I'm recasting it, I'm not recasting Bernie Mac. He deserved to be on that stage. Okay. Even though he wasn't the most well known at the time. Uh, how funny he was in that, I would keep him in there. But if we are going to recast everything, I'm okay with that too. Okay. Um, I know somebody on your list and I'm pretty sure he's going to be on my list. Too. This is hard for me. Oh, but really? at that time, at that time, but see, here's the thing. I feel like all those dudes had kind of, they had the guys that they missed out on kind of started at the uh, same time as those guys too. So I feel like, Easily, you recast with Martin and Chris. Yes. Sorry to interrupt, but I uh, I realized who that white person was that we're forgetting, and he's really big, and uh, it's uh, John Mulaney. Yes, John Mulaney. Oh, John Mulaney. John Mulaney. Yeah. 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 And also, uh, we, we forgot John, uh, I mean, not John, uh, Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. another one, Kyle Kinane. Yeah. Just yeah. the white ones, because we said a lot of black people. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Cameron Esposito. She from Chicago? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I don't fuck with the white people, though. Uh, Jackie. <laughs> John Mulaney's funny as fuck. John Mulaney is very funny. I'm joking. Guys. I saw I'm him joking. live at the at the uh, Blake Griffin comedy show. Oh, for real? I saw him do um, what's uh, what's the name of that show that he does with uh, Nick Kroll? Uh, Hello there. I don't know. <laughs> I forgot what it's called. I, something like that, ain't it? Yeah. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. I saw him yeah. do it right here at the Rick. Uh, is it the Rick Ricardo Maltabon? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's very good. Uh. Being as old as I've always felt that with Martin, Martin was my number one. Uh, yeah. Martin replaces D.O. Hewley for me. Mm-hmm. And, and Chris Rock was another one. And I didn't know, I, I, to me, the two that I would get rid of all the time was Steve Harvey 
D.L. Hewley. Yeah. Martin replaces Steve to host because he was a great fucking host on yeah. Comedy Jam and just funny. And I feel like he's somebody who's good enough to come out, kick the show off, be funny, host, go away, come back, and bring that energy back. Yeah. And Chris Rock replaces D.L. Hewley because D.L. Hewley was not that great in that movie to me. And Chris Rock was... <laughs> <laughs> fucking at the apex of his comedy career at that point at, at that, that time point, yeah, yeah he had had his resurgence yeah you know what's crazy about chris rock what i wa- i was watching some episodes of chris rock hosting def jam yeah he wasn't good on there no and that's he wasn't cra- that, it, chris rock kind of got good after everybody yeah. and now he goes down as one of the greats but chris rock like i, I feel burn. like he it was a slow burner but also i feel like he got on too quick you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, but I'm sure he had to, but he also like, cause he got on SNL. He started, he, I think he said he started comedy in 87, uh, 86, 87, and then got on SNL in 90. Like, and that's, I mean, that's, uh, some people get lucky enough to get on SNL very early on, but he wasn't accepted by black audiences. Like, For a long, he talks about that a lot. Yeah. yeah. And I was watching some he of those. He wasn't. I was watching some of those, him hosting Def Jam, and the crowd was not into it. Yeah. Like the way they were in the Martin. They yeah. weren't in. It's hard to follow Martin, though. Oh, he, have you ever he heard was... that story of him following Martin? Yeah, you can. In Chicago, he said, he said, I'm waiting to go on stage. And, uh, this kid is opening for me. And then I'm waiting to go on stage. And I'm just back there. And, and they see, you know, I'm just hearing this thunderous, roaring laughter. I'm just hearing, <laughs> and I'm the headliner. Yeah. And I'm just hearing this, I'm hearing this such loud sound. I'm like, what the hell is that? What the, what is that sound? He didn't even know what it was. He said, I go upstairs. It's Martin on stage and he is murdering. He's murdering. And dude. everybody in the crowd is laughing so crazy. And he was just like, yeah, I went out there and I bombed. <laughs> you can't, you can't help but follow bomb. Martin. You can't help but bomb. Uh, yeah, dude, you can't follow, especially that era of Martin. Like, when he came back to do Run, Tell, Dad, that was after his whole breakdown and everything like that. And he was still very funny. Yeah. But he was obviously a different Martin. Yeah, just like he is now. Which which is even different. They keep talking about that reboot. I don't want it. We can talk about that. I'm going to tell you about this reboot uh, after the break. All right. We'll be back. Uh, I'm not going to talk about that reboot immediately. So people just making us <laughs> take a break. Um, I, uh, one of the fake outs. Yeah. I, yeah. Martin was, Martin was, he was great, dude. He's so crazy. It's still one of my favorite. Yeah. You said, so, yeah, yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck, fuck him. Girl. <laughs> fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that, him, girl. <laughs> that shit hey, is man. so funny. Can I suck your dick? <laughs> Go ahead. Hurry up, man. Go <laughs> Mark, that that special is like it is. that's up there with that's up there with uh, the Eddie Murphy's like yeah. two Dave Chappelle's for what it's worth and killing them softly like yeah those specials and uh, Chris that, Rock's bigger and blacker and never scared like those those specials are and sweet. that leather ass suit that, yeah you know he was sweating fucking buckets oh, on that he was stage also too. doing cocaine yeah <laughs> he was hot as hell yeah but um I would definitely put Martin. In there and Chris in there because that was in two thousand ninety eight ninety nine two thousand that was when they're like bigger and blacker and those yeah those solid solidifying specials for Chris Rock came yeah. out. I feel like he is he should be in there. Do you have anybody, Edgar? I feel like anyone I would throw in there hasn't earned like this is a weird thing to say because they're my favorites, but they haven't earned king status yet. 
Like I feel like uh when even at that time. Like, this is still 2000. Remember, we're talking like if if we in that era, not so. We haven't. We're not doing this era yet. That's what I mean. Oh, like okay. anyone that I would want to add is more so from this era. Anyone from that era, I'm just like I don't know if I necessarily like gotcha. uh, add them. Uh, this dude wasn't popping at this point. Uh, he was the biggest star in the 80s. Uh, he was Doctor Doolittle and Nutty Professor and it up. But if you could have got Eddie Murphy to come back. Now, there's no guarantee that he would have been as good as he was in the 80s, but just as far as somebody who was still alive, uh, still very popular, because Eddie was still like making number one money until the 2000s. That's when he started to bomb, right? Was in like in the early 2000s? In the early to mid 2000s. I think yeah. it was uh, the. If he had never made that Pluto Nash movie, Eddie Murphy would still have a career. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Eddie Murphy he can. Still has yeah, a Eddie, he, he still has a career, and I think I mean, all it takes is I one. I think he would have still be been like, huh? Yeah, it takes one, but that's the thing that sucks is like it, it also takes one for the opposite to happen. Yeah, uh, but like no, well, I mean he had Pluto Nash that like changed everything. Well, he also he had a lot of he, he got a lot of showtime. He had a lot of bad ones in a row uh, when Pluto Nash came out. Uh, Bowfinger wasn't that great. Even though it's like Bowfinger is actually very funny. I was gonna say it's you a have cult to go classic. back and watch it. Yeah. No, yeah. I like it. I just it wasn't funny. great when it's it came funny. out. But the difference yeah. between those movies is budget. Like they didn't cost like Pluto Nash cost a lot of money, so much money. Pluto yeah. Nash was so bad. That was a bad movie. <laughs> that movie was, was very so bad. bad. Uh, Meet Dave was Meet another Dave was, pretty Dave bad. was bad. Yeah, he put out some clunkers. I if I had to recast, it would go Martin, Chris, Eddie, and for me personally, Cedric. Cedric, I'm keeping Cedric. Cool. Because Bernie he was very didn't, good. like, maybe I have to go back and watch it again. I, I mean, I've seen Kings of Comedy probably, because I had the, the, the DVD. Yeah. So, it like, when I tell y'all that I went to sleep every night to stand-up comedies, whether mm-hmm. it had been a Dave Chappelle one, a Martin one, a Chris Rock one, like an Ellen DeGeneres here and now, Jerry Seinfeld, whatever it was, I went to sleep today because that's just how I went to sleep. That's that's one thing I'm, one reason I'm still keeping Netflix. Also, shout out to Netflix with your bitch ass for completely taking off Family Guy. They took it off all it's the way. It's all gone. It's on Hulu. Yeah, it's on Hulu. It's not a. Uh, it's not Netflix's fault. That's uh That's uh Seth MacFarlane. Fox. No, yeah. Basically, yeah. what's happening is well, uh way to go, Fox. All the all the all the networks are going to take away all their content off of Netflix, which is why Netflix is on this spending binge right now because uh, they have to cover their ass and create new content for all their subscribers. Yeah, that makes sense. Because Fox now has its app, and it's just like I'd rather you watch it. What's here. the fo- Fox now? Yeah, they direct. Do they have all it. the seasons on there though? I think that's the plan for the future. And then TV Disney's is also dropping on Hulu one now. Huh? Disney's making their own. Disney's app. dropping one now, like. Uh, basically what happened was like when Netflix came up with the idea, there's like, yo, like, can we have this? And everyone's like, yeah, no one's going to fucking use this thing. Go for it. And they gave it to them for a hell of cheap. Yeah. And then now they came back and Netflix, they were like, yo, you, if you want it, you got to pay hella money. Netflix was like, nah, we'll just make our own thing. That's cool. All right. I, I ain't going to call y'all completely. They're trying Netflix. to do like the HBO model, how HBO is HBO Go and HBO Now, mm-hmm. where either if you have cable or whatever and you have that, you can log into HBO Go. Mm. Or you can literally just have a subscription to HBO Now and have access to their entire catalog. Every network is going to do that now. Yeah. I, uh, That's great. That's how cable I, should I be. I get HBO through. No, I don't know. That's uh, oversaturation, man. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. That's not great. It's not great for creators. Uh, yeah, I can get that. Because, like, you know, if Carl has a show and I don't have that Fox subscription, 
You can't watch. I can't watch Carl's show. But also, anyway, watch Ghosted on Fox, uh, huh? But like Hulu is not. Hulu is also losing all of its content stuff. They are also on a spending binge right now. Yeah, I mean they got they got they still got Family Guy, like because that's the only way I can watch it. Like it's my favorite show. Yeah, Um, but they're both of them are going to lose it because the the networks themselves are just like we can make more money by just having them come right to us. Why are we going through this middleman? Fox has always been like that though. Remember, I remember in Living Color. The reason why Keenan Ivory Wayans left in Living Color was because they sold it in syndication to FX. Mm. Which is Fox. Exactly. So he literally, he said, we made like a few dollars. I think he said they sold it for $67,000. That's shitty. Like after this show had been like one of the hottest show on television. It was, yeah, it was Uh, rivaling SNL. Yeah. It was coming out. I mean. And they sold it to FX for $67,000. Which is a slap in the Any way to save money, yeah. You should say. I wanted to say on that Bernie Mac bit, like growing up, that was never... Uh, but yeah, let's see what you guys. That was never like my favorite one. But do you know what made me like it again more recently? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how you guys are gonna feel about this bit, but uh, it came back into my mind when I was interning at UCB and I was uh, interning for Best of. And uh, what Best of is is a show at UCB where they take all the best sketches and standups that are performed at UCB for that month, and they kind of like uh, put them up all, all in the showcase. That's just usually for industry, like it's mostly like where agents and managers and stuff like that come watch. And Kat Pilardi was there, and she did this character where it's that uh, that bit that uh, – ah, fuck. I can't remember how – it's one of the most important and, like, uh, milk and memorable cookies. bits from Bernie Mac's set. The milk and cookies. Milk and cookies. Uh, but he, she does it as Hillary Clinton. And it is <laughs> one of the funny. funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. I think it's like that one was like, y'all motherfuckers don't uh, – Oh, that's not from. Uh, oh, okay, that's, that's not, not. No, yeah, it's comedy. That's from but, Def Jam. Yeah, and then uh, it made so me y'all go back. Don't scare me. Yeah, yeah and it made Def me Jam. go back and watch. Uh, Kick it! <laughs> but yeah. she does that shit as Hillary Clinton. That's bro. funny, and it destroyed me. And I went back and I watched his set on Kings of Comedy. And I was like, actually, this is a lot better than I gave it credit for. The Bernie one was my favorite. Bernie had me dying. Uh, so Bernie, I'm keeping. And I, honestly, my list is the same as yours. Uh, Martin, Eddie Murphy. And Chris Rock. That's that would be a dope ass fucking show. Yeah. Uh rest in peace, Bernie Mac though. You got Yeah, that anybody? was very sad when he died. That was very sad when he died. That was one of the first like celebrity deaths. I was like, Oh damn. Yeah, yeah. same here. And you know what made it even sadder? Uh he was just on Letterman maybe like a few months before he passed away. Uh saying, You know what, man, I've been out here grinding hard, grinding hard. It's about time I take me a little break, vacation, uh, take care of myself, live life a little bit. And he died like four months later. Dang. He uh, was my movie comedian. Like, he yeah. was the comedian I would watch. I loved Mr. 3000. That was a good was movie. Fun. I yeah, love Mr. 3000. I, I watched uh, any Head of State. Head, Head of State. Oh, Guess who coming man. back to dinner? Yeah, mm-hmm. I watched all of those. Uh, uh, one of my favorite lines has been Head of State. Uh, now it's like a well known, like people say it all the time. But in that movie, when Chris Rock is becoming the black first president, president and uh they're asking people who are you voting for who are you voting for and then they get to the black dude at the end and he just who the fuck you think i'm voting for <laughs> <laughs> that movie's so underrated like it is. it's so good and it still funny. holds up i watched it like three months ago on youtube i was like i'm listening to rent this on youtube it's yeah still, it's still, have you done that you rent movies off youtube but i haven't I tried it yet you know what's crazy i've only rented black movies on youtube because I can't find them on Netflix or anything like that. Like, yeah, that's true. At a stage show, I just rent them on YouTube. I'm like, I want to watch this. My uh, favorite is Nate Dogg. You know what you can rent on YouTube, Carl? Oh, who's singing uh, the or narration? Family yeah. Guy. You can, rent, you can rent Family Guy on YouTube, but that sounds really expensive. 
Also, like yes. a season pass. Yeah, yeah. I hate season passes, man. But they do that on Amazon. Here's what. Mm-hmm. A, a, What's the point in playing for Prime? My favorite bit from Head of State is how that Jay Z song keeps coming back on. Oh, like, oh yeah, every, yeah. Every time there's like, <laughs> now back to your Jay Z song. Also, like, um. Every time uh, his his crazy girlfriend Robin Thicke Givens comes up, oh, yeah. goes, security, so slapsticky. That movie's hella slapsticky. Nate talk. He feels bad. Mighty low. Got nowhere to go. Fun what fact. do you do when you feel low and your car just got repo? <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact: most Chris Rock movies co-written by Louis C.K. Yeah, I knew that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ali Leroy. Yeah, uh, Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang. Directed by Lucy K, I believe. Pootie Tang, Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang is such a fun movie to watch. Are you watch. shaking your head? It wasn't? No, I'm just shaking my head at Lucy K. Yeah. Just in general. Oh, Sophie, no, we're trying know. to have a conversation. I know, Continue. I know. Don't shake your head. I can't help it. It okay. throws us off. It's okay. I can't uh, remember. Is it Down to Earth? Is that the one where he... Uh, He's a comedian. And he yes. comes back as a as a white, that old white dude. That movie was sad as shit. <laughs> that movie was so depressing. I watched that shit as a kid being like, the, the, oh, I'm so excited oh, to watch this I haven't one. seen that shit in so long. Bro, that so shit long. is so good, Doug. It's so good. And No, he comes back as a white man. Right? Yeah. Like and he, then he's singing DMX. Uh-huh. Niggas want to lie. Niggas wonder why. Because when he was Niggas. black, <laughs> he couldn't kill at the Apollo. Mm, and then yeah. he comes back as that old white dude and just starts crushing it. <laughs> That's a relevant as fuck movie. I need to watch that shit. I haven't seen that in a while. Oh, thank you for that. Now, did you have anybody from the old time? I know you said you didn't have many, so I don't know if you I like you guys' list. I think okay. it holds up for me. That's probably who I would pick. Because, uh, like I said, again, big block for me. Mm-hmm. Those old-timey stuff, wasn't allowed to watch it. You wasn't allowed to watch it. All right, then, so, like, why don't you kick it off? Who would you recast as the new Kings of Comedy? Oh, man, you already know. Number one on that list is... The God to me, Hannibal Burris. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has to be on there. Uh, Gerard would probably be on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Little Rel. Here's what's weird: as I feel you like you like Little Rel. I think Little Rel is so funny. I'm surprised that you like Little Rel. I love. I think that dude is so funny. Why I mean, are you surprised? I know he is. It just doesn't seem like your taste. Nah, you know who's not my taste. Who? We're not gonna say his name, but who? He bombed who? at the All Star game today. Oh, Kevin, Kevin Hart? Hart. Oh man. You can say his name. Yeah, you can say his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's listening to this. He's going to be offended by you, Edgar. He's going to be like, hey, Edgar, uh, CC me how on that tweet make? and yeah. see how much money you make. <laughs> <laughs> you broke bitch. Uh, I love Little Rob. I think he's so. Friends of the, like, he was the reason why I watched uh, Friends of the People. Hmm. Yeah, no, Little Rob. Who's your fourth? That's why I'm having trouble with his that fourth. And I don't know. I kind of want to. Do a, uh, I mean, I think we should also do a Queens of Comedy for today as well. Sure. But, uh. Yeah, these will be our Queens of the Week. Our Queens of Comedy. I don't know who I put for that fourth. I can't, to my mind right now, a fourth, like, black comedian, I'm just like, oh, I'll put this person up for sure, isn't coming to my mind. Hmm. I mean, I guess, I really like Byron Bowers. He's fucking funny. He's fucking funny. funny. So I put Byron. That's what I'll do. I'll do Lil Rel, Gerard, Hannibal, and Byron. Okay. All right. Jackies? Jack Knight opens for all of them. <laughs> Jack is very funny, too. Jack like Knight Jack. is funny as fuck. Yeah. Uh, okay. This is tough for me because I don't... I'm not as big in the stand-up as I used to be. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like uh, thinking like four black meanings right yeah, now. It's like it's not many of them. Uh, so for me, 
I guess I just kind of have to go off of the comedians who were most influential after Kings of Comedy. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm going to retract Byron. I'm very sorry about that. He also probably isn't listening. Tony Baker. Okay. Tony Baker. That is one of the – that nigga – when I used to work at Flappers – Mm-hmm. As a sound person, anytime he came through to the black shows, would destroy the fuck out of me. That nigga's so funny, and he's someone I'm waiting to like pop so bad. Tony yeah. Baker's in Lamar's movie. Yeah, dope. They're good friends, right? From mm-hmm. that uh, Atlanta sketch group that they had, uh, Northside Comedy. This Lamar started. Lamar don't get his respect on these Lamar's, streets. Lamar's You've been at it for the, many years. Yeah, but one of the dopest man, people out he there. He would come through and destroy flappers. Like, and it was like a tough. Like that black crowd was so tough that they would... I don't know where they got these niggas to come to Flappers, but Flappers had a very consistent black show yeah. that would happen on Sunday nights, and he would just come in there and just destroy it. Tony's dope. Uh, um, all who right. You got? Who you got? Uh, I know, you know, there's probably a lot more on the list, but for me, I, I would put a solid 30-minute set from Dave Chappelle on there. Uh... This is also, I mean, Edgar, you you probably won't watch this, but I would put a solid 30-minute banger from Kevin Hart on there. If you can give me, like, prime Kevin Hart, uh, that shit is going to be funny. Shit is going to be funny. Uh, Kevin Hart, I think Kevin Hart suffers from... Having his jokes written? Uh, well, I've, I've seen Kevin Hart work out some of his shit. Uh, so he's funny. I've seen Kevin Hart work out a couple times. He's super funny. Kevin Hart suffers from, uh, what's the word for you do shit too much? Oversaturation. Yes. Oversa- oversaturation. Yeah. Uh, he puts out a new major fucking special every other fucking year. Mm-hmm. And he's in every movie that comes out. Sure. So, oh, yeah. That but, part I agree with. But you know, CK did the same thing. And his, his quality did- dropped off. Like, he wasn't in movies. I said, I saw said that half part of it is like, uh, yes, Kevin Hart is also producing and starring in movies. Yeah. But Lucy K put out, if you look over the last 10 years, he put out a special every year almost. Yeah. And, uh, but he wasn't doing the movie thing. He wasn't doing the movie thing. But he was right. Where Kevin Hart show. is very much himself in a lot of movies. So you just see the ke- the character of Kevin Hart sure. so fucking much. Also, like LeBron James, Kevin Hart is a, uh, he suffers, he unfortunately is coming up in social media. Yeah. He's like a, Dane Cook. I think Kevin Hart is very funny. He would be in my newest yeah. Kings of Comedy. I think he deserves to be there. Yeah, he deserves to be. I mean, you, regardless, and and, uh, and Edgar, I think I feel confident in saying you can agree with this. Regardless, and if you like him or not, it's undeniable to uh, that he is one of the most influential comedians, especially in the black community over the past well, 10 I'm, years. There's no disagreement yeah, with that. Like, so you can't. Also, I'm the booker of my show, so. Oh, that's why I just said, like, I think you would even agree with this. I'm not saying you put him on your show. <laughs> no, uh, but I'm just saying, like, he is. Put him on your show or we walk. Yeah. Put him on your show, <laughs> man, man, or see if you Y'all can. Y'all got on it. good shoes? Because uh, this nigga's not going on my show. <laughs> I got on these kicks. I got on good shoes, man. I got on my new balances. Uh, I don't. I don't wear new balances. <laughs> Everybody just looked at my feet, just like, this nigga wearing new balances for real. Although, I lifted the table. <laughs> although, Carl, you wearing some Thrasher shoes right now. Absolutely I am. I'm wearing a Thrasher <laughs> limited edition Vans, dog. All right, man. I feel Get you. at me. Fuck with me. Uh, how many did see, I see name? Send me on that tweet. Yeah, send me your bank yeah, account. I don't know, man. Uh, I do like Jared Carmichael. 
I will throw him on there. Gerard. Gerard. Yep. No, I like Jared Carmichael. Well, maybe oh, you don't like sucks. that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Gerard Carmichael. I, used to, uh, uh, I like him. And shit, dude, that fourth is fucking tough. I'm uh, you know that you can't put Hannibal there. I'm not a huge. I, I like Hannibal as a character more than I do as a stand-up. Hmm. Interesting, but I respect it. Yeah. Um. I think Hannibal stand-up gets better every time he does it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Hannibal, a, I have all of them on DVD. They're all good. I love them. Hannibal is one of my favorites, one of my new favorites, mm-hmm. most certainly. Um, I, in my new, see, here's what's hard, because I feel like Dave Chappelle misses both eras. Exactly. He misses that's both what I was eras. thinking about Dave Chappelle. I was like, that's a weird one to put, because it's he like, misses both, he's too old for it, but he also didn't get to be in that other one. Yeah. Um, so I'm putting him in there solely uh, for respect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if, when it comes to the new guys. I'm going to throw in my Kings of Comedy right now. Because you got to consider also, like, that original Kings of Comedy, they weren't, like, big crossover names yet. No, no except, not yet. except maybe for Steve. Steve. Except for Steve. No, maybe. Steve wasn't even big Steve crossover. Wasn't, I mean, Steve had the same. He, he had a show. network show, though. He had a Steve, network show, yes. I think because you're comparing it to Steve Harvey now. Which is a massive crossover. Like, like, this thing is also in a kid show. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Ballhead Steve Harvey is massive, like, crossover king. Yeah, Yeah. but, but, but Barbershop, give me the Steve Harvey lineup, Steve Harvey. Uh, which, y'all remember that? Steve Harvey lineup used to be, like, sought after in the barbershop. Of course. His lineup used to be on fucking point. Um, For those of you who don't know, Steve Harvey used to have hair. It was a wig. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, Steve Harvey revolutionized the man uh, lace front. Yeah, it was I, a wig. Hell yeah, that was a wig. Go back be. and look at Steve Harvey doing like Evening at the Improv in 1989. He was bald then. He was bald as fuck. Like, I mean, no, going bald. He had like what? watch, watch, watch this clip. Jaquise, the jump is too is too crazy for it to not have been a wig in the Steve Harvey show. Watch this clip. I didn't Watch. know he was bald back oh in the day. Oh my gosh. It was so it looked like it looked like Steve Harvey was a homeless dude. Watch this evening at the improv. Can you see watching? Are you watching? No, right he's not, I'm not watching, but I'm looking at pictures. I'll watch it. Yeah. I'll watch it alone. Uh that just blew my motherfucking mind. This Why do you want to watch it alone, bit? you fucking creep? Because I'm gonna masturbate to it. Uh, uh, <laughs> he had this Mike Tyson bit where he'd be like talking through his eye. Uh-huh. That was one of his first bits back in the day, back in the late eighties. Uh, I gotta 90s. check this out. Um yeah, he was balding. So that that was a wig that you saw on uh Damn. Or at least like filled in, you know? Yeah. So yeah, none of them were really crossover names yet. None of them were really crossover names, so if we doing that, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a shout out to my boy D Ray. D-Ray Davis. Ooh, that uh, is a good one. He's going to go on there. Uh, I'm going to throw Kevin Hart on there. Because even though D-Ray's not a crossover, still a fucking heavy hitter. He's a heavy hitter, and D-Ray deserves respect. He's been, a, he's been in the game for a long time. True. Mm-hmm. And has always looked the same. He that guy has not aged, aged <laughs> at all. Yeah. D-Ray's got to be at least like early 40s. But he's got a show now. D-Ray has a show. Which show? He hosts uh, Hip Hop Squares. Oh yeah, he he ho- he's been doing kind of stuff like that. Yeah. I just feel like that's he, just like he, third game show. Yeah. Um. He also hosts Black Car Revolt. Um. Mm-hmm. No. No. Uh, no, no. 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 He doesn't host Black Car. No, that's Revolt. Tony. 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 They were he, both up for it. They yeah, were both Tony up for it. He went to Tony. The other one, don't he? Um. Hip Hop Squares. I know he hosts that one, but there's another BET one. That's on BH1, isn't it? Uh. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh. D Ray's got to go on my Kings. Um. You said Kevin number two. I'm gonna say Kevin. Uh I'll show Hannibal some love. Uh I think Hannibal's the most crossover. I mean I th- I think Hannibal is good. I, and I'm gonna throw Lil Rel in there. 
So I'm gonna go D Ray, Rail, mm-hmm. Kevin, and Hannibal. I think I would throw D uh, Lil Rail in there as the host. Yeah. I yeah. think he's uh, because I don't know his stand up special that well. I've seen a few clips. I don't know his stand up as well. I've seen a few clips, mm-hmm. but I like to me if he he's see. I would also throw Hannibal in there too. Like I like Spotify? the character. I do have Spotify. Here's what, your assignment for this. All one. right, my assignment. Listen to their albums. Okay. See, and I don't listen, listen to albums. I you I will. Have to. You I listen, will listen to their albums and I mean listen and watch. Yeah. Do whatever you have to do. But on, you got Amazon Prime. Yeah. Buy their specials, like just support them. It's yeah. it's they're so good. I'll Lil Rel, I watch them. Is so good, and also he's so Chicago. Like yeah. you would love it. I would love it. I he, need to watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Also, listening to Hannibal's first album to his last album, you'll be like, Check wow, out the transformation. Because okay. he had wow. he had a gimmick when he first came. He out. was a he was kind of, and he hates when people say this, but he was kind of a black Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, he was doing one liners. Hmm. And they're funny as fuck. Don't get me wrong. That's yeah. what got me into him. I was like, yo, this shit is funny. But you watch him grow and progress into and a story. more of a storyteller. Oh, he becomes a storyteller at the yeah. end. Yeah, and his that's newest, my favorite type of comedian. His newest oh. special. His newest special is very much storytelling, and it's like totally different when he first started. It's so good. Which is probably why I stopped, I got off the Hannibal train because I'm not a fan of like jokes. jokes. Jokes, yeah. Really? Uh, even if they're funny, I like not if I'm going to watch a stand-up special. Uh, I sat there and watched the whole Stephen Wright stand-up special. And he's literally all one-liners. Yeah. And all super low-energy one-liners. See, this is unfair. It's just so funny. This is unfair, I think. The reason I'm not, and, like, you can come at me, but because I, I know there are white comedians who are more storytellers. But to me, I equate uh, black comedians with storytellers and white comedians with as jokers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's straight not true. I wanted to. Uh, uh, I wanted it to. I wanted somebody to hear it. On, yeah, on Carl just threw a magazine at me and <laughs> spread all my pistachio shells. Well, stop eating pistachios when we're recording the podcast. Can't nobody tell I'm eating. Everybody knows because <laughs> y'all get, keep telling them. Um, I get. We well, say I, I get think, direct messages. I think, that, yeah, I, get, I was gonna say I get direct messages, <laughs> but that's not true. And I didn't want to start getting them, so I was like, I didn't want to say. It. I get nudes uh, where the girls send. Uh, pictures of their bare naked breasts that say, tell Jackie to stop eating pistachios. And do they put They're pistachio up, shells yeah, on their nipples? Shells, yeah. <laughs> nice time's up pin, Carl. <laughs> um, I just threw my time's up pin at Jackie's. <laughs> That's only that loud boom. That was a big ass time's up pin, bro. Can you um, imagine somebody walking through the street <laughs> with, a big with the biggest time's time up pin? You're literally being weighed down by your alley shit. I'm a white knight. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want, like, I, what I personally feel is like the perfect mix of storytelling and yeah. jokes, you gotta check out Norm MacDonald. Like, he yeah. is a very good storyteller, but they're all jokes. Like, they're all not real, yeah. but those stories you just get. Yeah. He has a story about a moth that is one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. I, yeah, like, like, as I've gotten older, I know that, but it's just like from a young thing, cause growing up, I, many black comedians were storytellers. Yeah, and it's like it's like and, when your uncle would come over to like yeah. dinner, he just like tells us like what, and everyone's just listening. You just listen, yeah. and like you know, like growing up on the South Side of Chicago, we wasn't watching many white comedians do their thing. I'm to check out Norm. Um, I know yeah. Norm McDonald. I I've seen some he was clips at the Blake of his. Show too. Well, I'm saying watch his special though, okay? Because it's like this, that's the story part. Where you're watching these clips, you're just gonna get yeah. the joke, right? And and I fully acknowledge. 
that I know that's not true. Like, I know there are many different facets of white comedians, just like black comedians, uh, that do more than just tell jokes. But that's what I, that's what, that, yeah. that stigma has stayed with me. Well, of course. Start with Hannibal from the first one. My name I'll is Hannibal. And then go all the way to, what's the recent one called? Uh, His comedy, comedy Comisado. Woo! That one is such so a good. Right. Um, right, I'll fuck with it. Uh, it's been so dark in here. This, for those of you, when Carl asked to turn the lights off earlier, we really did. And we've been recording in the dark. And my it's been great. better. See, That's you got good, a migraine. Man. I guess I have a migraine. <laughs> you have a migraine, yeah. Go get you some migraine, uh, specific. Excedrin. Excedrin is migraine specific. Oh, I, yeah, that's right. You did take Excedrin. Uh, all right. Sophie, no pictures, please. Those are the good Sophie's ones. taking pictures of me. Oh, no. oh, oh, he just put the light in his Sophie face. Sophie just flashed <laughs> my face. I got I a migraine. These a lights migraine. are hurting me. Flash. <laughs> I, that was Ooh, that was, fuck. That was so bogus. That was so bogus. <laughs> On oh, that, and uh, that shit started pounding literally. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you, you need more water. You no, also man. not drinking water. I drank a whole gallon. I drank a big ass bottle of Crystal Geyser, which is nasty. Crystal Geyser <sighs> is not good water, but it's I thought cheap. it was. Um, guys, right. let's wrap this shit up. Let's wrap it up. Uh, we didn't do the Queens of Comedy, but let's save it for next week. Well, we'll do Queens of Comedy. Our Queens of Comedy will be next week. Can I, we I ju- mean, you know what? Quick Queens of Comedy. Tiffany Haddish. Oh, I was going to say. Leslie Tiffany Jones. Leslie Jones. Uh, I'm putting, there I, was a woman who I saw on, on, uh, on Def Jam, the new season of Def Jam, who was so funny, and I can't remember her name, but I got to go back and watch it. Uh, um, I was going to say, I'm, for me, Sashir would make it. I haven't seen her stand up. Her stand up to me is very good and very funny. My respect, my respect throw out would be Wanda Sykes. Oh yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, was she, she on the OG on one? No, no. No, she wasn't. She wasn't. So I would throw that her in. She uh, definitely needs to be on respect. that. For that was respect. Monique, uh, Miss Laura. Miss Laura and the two uh, people some I don't more, know. some more and, uh, Adele Givens. Mm-hmm. You know who Adele Givens is. I do know who Adele Givens is. I think yeah. she's Chicago as well. She is. Uh yeah, Monique, Monique, some more Adele Givens, and Miss Laura, who was great. Miss Laura's Chicago as well, I believe. Yeah, she, or no, she might even be L.A. Like she, no, know. she's L.A. She's L.A. I don't know. Uh, she came up with like Robin Harris and those that L.A. crew. D.L. Hughley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got to watch the Robin Harris documentary if you haven't. That's uh, homework for the listeners. Uh, everybody who we talked about today, that's homework for the listeners. Everybody, listen, listen and watch these people's specials. You got Amazon Prime. Go on there, get Lil Rail special. Lil Rail. Is an amazing comedian. Y'all all saw him in Get Out. He was great in Get Out. He was the c- comedic relief in that documentary. And uh, he uh, his specials are great. He's an amazing comedian. Expand your comedy horizons, y'all. Go back and check out the old school Queens of Comedy from the year uh, 2002, I believe that one came out. It was a, it was a great film. Samore is one of the best uh, comedians of all time. Mm-hmm. So you got to... Check out some more. She has not gotten her just due. Uh, I check them out. Check them out. Also, don't forget. Later this week, we drop in the Black Panther review. If you haven't seen it as of this drop and get your ass to the theater. White people don't wear no fucking dashikis. <laughs> uh, black people show the fuck out. Uh, be as ignorant as you want to be. This is this is for us. This is for the culture. So definitely get out there. Uh, Carl, you got a headache. I don't know if you got a deep cut, but I got one if you don't. But if I you do. do, all right. Uh, unless you want to do yours, go ahead. I did one last week. 
Uh, I don't want to take your thing though, but if I was just, I had to back up. So I like your deep cuts. All right. Well, I'll give you my deep cut then. Mine was going to be Don't Leave Me by Blackstreet. Oh, that's a good one. But listen to that too. Listen to that, Uh, but listen to this right now. Is uh, a deep cut from 19. Say your goodbyes and I'll I'll tell us out. Goodbye. Uh, You know what it is. It's the Culture Kings. Like us, love us. We like you. We love you. Hit us up on Culture Kings, at Culture Kings on Twitter and Instagram. At Culture Culture Kings Pod. Oh, shit, see? I'm not even... Yeah, Culture Kings is like some Australian shoe shit. Uh, Culture Kings yeah, Pod. Every time I search Culture Kings, it's just people complaining about uh, something that Post Malone did at that store. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't don't search that. Uh, search at Culture Kings Pod, Twitter, Instagram. Also, like us, review us on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't done that yet, leave us a solid. That's how your boy is going to stay on. Do that. Do it for the... It's Black Panther Week. We'll Show be your back. respect. We'll be back on Friday with a full Black Panther bonus episode review. Uh, maybe even with a guest. Who knows? Oh, uh, that'd be nice. Let's do uh, but yeah, uh, Let's we'll get be Lamar back. on. Yeah, we'll have Lamar on Friday. Let's if he's see if he does circumvent your rule, Jaquise. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, my rules. Hit uh, us up with that deep cut of the week. The Carl. deep cut of the week this week comes from 1986. It's a new wave pop and R&B band called The System. And this is Don't Disturb This Groove. Bye-bye. We'll be back.